0: Hi, it's Glenn McQueenie, and welcome to my 25-minute success series podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Graham McInnis from Keller Williams Van Central in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. How are you doing today, Graham?
1: Glad I'm doing really well.
0: How are you? I'm doing just fine. So I'm excited to talk to you today because um, we're going to try to yeah. figure out kind of what that winning formula is for your niche market. So... Um, Why don't you you just kind of tell me where you are now and where you want to go, and then let's just see what we can come up with. Uh,
1: Yeah, for sure. I've actually been a realtor for quite a long time. Uh, This is my 13th year in the business. Um, I actually recently moved to Vancouver. I was practicing in Calgary for uh, basically all of that time. I moved here last February, and um, I've got a business partner now. We've got a real estate team, and we're just kind of getting things off the ground, uh, this year with um, Keller Williams and with our team.
0: Okay. So where do you want to go with this team? Like, what's the kind of vision? Like, who's your kind of, like, just paint me a picture of where you see this business. Like, imagine it's a year from now um, <laughs> and you're like, hey, it's been the best year of my life. Like, what would have to happen for you to say that was amazing? Um well we'd we'd need to do an awful lot of sales
1: and um you know have the team sort of growing and and continuing to build out uh i don't think that happens all at once it's kind of a process and um you know quite a few sales would be awesome maybe uh for next year something like 50 sales um or more for the team and um uh you know a relatively high price point uh, the the average price here's already pretty high but you know if we could go if we could triple that or double it that'd be amazing
0: okay so what would be the perfect average price point for you
1: Mm, two million three million
0: million okay and what does that get you like who would be your perfect client if we had to paint a picture of you finding the two to three million dollar home like like how old are they um where do they live now where are they going um, I mean,
1: those, those kind of clients are, are spread out over a geographic area. So, you know, I, I've never been one to, to geographically farm. I have tried to demographically farm before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, I think that, uh, I've always had the most success with people that were most like me. So, right. um, roughly my age, you know, maybe they have family or they don't, but, um, you know, they're professionals, they're, um, uh successful they um probably are are looking for their trophy home at this point so uh, they've, they've got the condo they went to the townhouse they got the single family house now they're moving to you know something pretty spectacular that they're going to be in for probably a while um that would probably be a good description yeah
0: Okay. And so how old are you now? Like how, just paint me the picture of that demographic. Are they like mid forties or 50? Yeah, I'm 40. I'm 41. So, you know, some, uh, you know,
1: couples, families that are in that general age range, maybe they have kids, maybe they don't. That's not super important to me personally. I I don't have kids right now, but, uh, you know, working on it and, uh, uh, yeah. And, um, uh, and and professionals you know i i tend to like people that um i'm a high d and uh I, I tend to like people that are kind of decision makers and not uh not uh too oh how could i say this uh you know too too worried about picking the house based on the color of the house or you know sort of these ambiguous kind of things um i i, I like to kind of I like to do deals, you know. I like business. I'm not, I'm not uh, emotional really about my my sales process.
0: Okay. So where are they now? Like if you know, and it's interesting you said about you've never really geographic farmed. It's been more of a demographic. And I think you know, farm's are a bit of a misnomer for a lot of people, right? Because it's not usually. I mean, it is geographic if you choose it to be. But most of your farms are going to be demographic, or it'll be your hockey team, your baseball team, the book club. Um, there's yeah. lots of different ways that you can kind of build a business um, and call that yeah. a farm. So, so where okay. is your perfect customer sitting right now? So they they already bought their condo, then they moved to a townhouse, and now they're in a single family home. And how much is that single family home right now? Mm, let's say two and a half million. Okay. And. Okay. And then they're going to be moving. They're not just going to move over to 2 or 3 million. They're probably going to move up, right? Uh,
1: that's what I'm hoping.
0: <laughs> okay. So, what is the real trophy home price then in the, in your area? Like what's the uh, minimum where people think that's luxury?
1: Wow, jeez. I mean uh, I I'm going to I'm going to say probably starting at 5.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So they're sitting in their two and a half million dollar home. So they're doing pretty well. They're professionals. Um, They either have kids or they don't have kids. I mean, there's actually sub niche markets because there will be one when you have kids and there's one when you don't. Right. 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 When when you do, a lot of it's still going to be focused around the good schools and a great high school. And um, I mean, it's just the most important thing to parents um, is having the right school and social connections for their kids. Um, Yeah. So which one do you want to work on without kids or with kids? Because they're actually two separate niches. Hmm.
1: Um. That's kind of a tough question. I, I, off the top of my head, I'm going to say with. Um, mainly just because I, I
0: think there's probably more of them. Okay. Okay. So, um, what area right now, of Vancouver, are they sitting in right now? And then, what neighborhood are they going to be moving to? Well um you know they might
1: they might be uh somewhere in East van where um the home that they're in right now is um uh you know gone up substantially if you follow the Vancouver market in the last say three or five years and um you know they they might not necessarily qualify for the home that they're gonna buy next but like a lot of people in Vancouver but because they have that that massive equity gain they 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 could still do the buy and the sell um, uh, to get into that next level home so um there's there's gonna be a decent number of homes like that in in say East Vancouver that are maybe that two million to two and a half million dollar price point somewhere in there and then uh they're probably gonna be heading to the west side of Vancouver you know a little bit more ritzy kind of neighborhoods Kerrisdale or Kitsilano or some of these uh uh you know areas that are near the beach in Vancouver or probably you know north or west Vancouver would be a a lot of those people I think that'd be their target um uh areas just you know i mean west vancouver's kind of the beverly hills of vancouver mm-hmm. and uh, north vancouver's sort of um uh, uh you know the home prices are up there as well if you're talking those those trophy homes or those kind of second level move up homes right
0: okay so um what's keeping them awake at night like if they're I can imagine you're kind of creepily lying next to them in bed and they're having some pillow talk about <laughs> we should get moving and where do you want to go? What do you think their biggest fear is right now?
1: Um, you know it's funny to ask that because I, I just talked to a, a potential client and and he he let me know that his biggest fear was that that next level bigger mortgage and also how do they coordinate selling their current home and then finding that next home that's really going to be perfect, you know, before their sell so that they don't end up having to settle on the home that they buy, and right. um, that's that's probably what's keeping them awake at night is how do they how do they transition from the home they're in to the next home um, uh, in terms of lining up all the dates, making sure that it, they can afford it, and um, uh, uh, you know, not having to settle for a home after they sell theirs. They really want to find the home first and then sell their home. But whether or not they can do that, you know, we'd have to find that out. Right.
0: So, uh, you know, it's a great point, And I'll tell you, every single person will be will have those same kind of fears um, in that market. Because yeah. the, the problem nowadays is not, you know, um, you know, if you look at 20 or 30 years ago when the average house maybe took six months or three months to sell, um, you know, it used to be that you would list your property first because there was always tons of options available for you. Then you'd yeah. have it on the market for a couple of months and then eventually you would sell it. And based on what you actually got from that, that would determine, you know, where you're going to go and what you're going to move up to. But the game changed uh, about 10 years ago where, because we've got this kind of, um, I'd call puzzling or surprising lack of inventory right now where either they the population's increased and they just haven't kept up with the housing stock and especially in vancouver you know with all the rules and everything but also people are living a lot longer now right like you know they just don't move like they're not moving on the same schedule you know
1: yeah it's like you know
0: it's 65 67 men would die you know what i mean like like well they're living longer and people are living longer and a lot of them are just staying in their house so we have this kind of like real shrinking inventory. So the problem is, is your marketplace gets a bottleneck where it's like, well, yeah, I, you know, Graham, I do want to move. I just don't know where to go to, um, or I haven't found a house to move to. So oh, if yeah. we know that's what the facts are, then what we have to do is instead of going after their listing, we have to think one step ahead and go after their purchase, because I know that when you get their purchase, you're by default will always get their listing that make sense? As long right. as you don't. Screw yeah. Out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then the bait that we have to start offering them is like, could you provide them with a list of the top 10 best homes between three and a half million and six million in North Vancouver, in Carriesdale, in Kitsilano, um, in other parts of West Vancouver, out by UBC or whatever. Like there is like, yeah we have to start almost building a marketing model that's going to make them kind of like the bait to attract these type of people is that you're positioning yourself as the expert in the market on the 3 to 6 million dollar home okay sure right so you could almost create a facebook page called vancouver's 3 to 6 million dollar properties you know and all you did was you started picking your crush of the week your favorite home of the week the one that you just loved and then you start pushing that out or through Instagram because a lot of your markets over on Instagram now, not as much on Facebook, where you yeah. start actually just profiling the best homes in those areas because okay. who's going to be interested in the best homes in those areas? Uh, the the buyers that, or the sellers that we're looking for. That's right. So if we can narrow it in such a way that the only people who put up their hands are the people who are actually looking what you have to offer, then you get to win the market that way. So you could start doing like a weekend tour of three to six million homes, three to six million dollar homes in Kersnow or in Kitsilano um, and just start offering it as a bit of a tour or a daily tour Of those homes so here's what we're going to do on Saturday at two o'clock we're going to meet on this street at this coffee shop and um, you make it as if it's this tour that a lot of people are going to go on We only only one couple or you could have two or three couples but what if you just said hey listen this is what our tour is it's uh, Saturday afternoons between three and five or whatever you want to do it Sundays Um, who knows when you you choose the time when you think most people are going to come and yeah. then you actually start doing the tour of those type of properties. But before you actually get to the tour, you actually have to become the expert of those properties. Right. And the way you become the expert is you go onto your MLS system and you print off everything that's sold in the last year or two um in those areas and then you get in your car and you drive by so that you Become that expert. Like you have to do the product knowledge research, right? So that you're going to get more confident when you're talking to them, right? Because okay. they might be like, "Hey, well, I've only I can only spend four million, but I want this, 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 and this." And you're like, "Okay, well, you can't get Carisdale anymore. You're going to have to be in North Vancouver." But you won't know that until you have the product knowledge that's sitting behind you. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then what happens is when you do the daily tour of homes, um, you actually put three or four on the list that you're going to show them. But more importantly, you drive them by the last five or 10 sales in that neighborhood. And you're just like, Oh, that one on 31st street, it sold for this, that one. So, and they start going, wow, Graham really knows this market. Like what they don't know is you just drove by it the day before and figured it all out. Right? Right right but the confidence you get that they're going to give you is you know at that level you know when they're selling when they're professionals they just expect a professional level of service yeah expect that you know what you're talking about right I'm sure you know when you were dealing with professionals in Calgary you know the moment you start winging it is the moment you start losing your professionals gotcha yeah So I would start with you understanding. Step one would be you understand the market first. You just got to get it. And then every single house that comes on the market, you got to go and see it. And then you could even walk through with a video camera if they'll let you film. Or you could just be outside and say, hey, listen, you know, it's Graham McKinnis. I'm just out um, inspecting all the best homes that just came up between three and six million dollars. I'm gonna have my um best of list coming out on Thursday, so stay tuned. I'll I'll kick it out to everybody. I'm gonna go and look at twenty and I'm gonna pick my top five. So there we go. Great talking to you, have a good day, bye. Like almost like a yeah. live broadcast, right? Yeah, yeah. And then what you're gonna start doing is you're gonna start building a tribe of only people who wanna consume what you're giving them. I mean that's the internet is just all sub niche markets, right? you like yeah. watching other players play Fortnite, like it's because you like Fortnite, you know? Right. <laughs> you know? So so uh, that's what I we're tried doing. yet
1: I'll stay away from it probably. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. But the whole thing is like you just have to build a model where people actually, you just self-proclaim yourself the expert. And then you just do free content and really good curated content. That they just kind of get addicted to it like they just want to go and see it okay
1: okay yeah
0: that's one option number the second option I'm going to give you is if you were to do um, something like this could you get into the law firms the accounting firms the professional firms and start doing pizza lunch and learns and talking about you know, the 10 secrets to buying your first trophy home in Vancouver. Like, could you start almost, like, you have to get in front of them in order for them, you know, to see you as the expert. So we had one of my agents um, in Toronto here just a couple weeks ago. He wanted to work with just professionals. We got him in front of a law firm, and then they rallied, and they got 60 people to show up at the Lunch and Learn wow that's a huge turnout that's a huge turnout and all he all he really had to do was he just positioned it he knew a couple of people at the firm he knew that that had to get done um and when he did that um you know he used their influence to bring it out and then he just framed it as hey here's the here's the uh vancouver real estate update market like you don't even have to you know because I don't know if you want a lot of the lawyers, like they'll all be looking around the room, you know, oh, you're looking for a luxury home. Like, I don't know if you have to be that specific right now, but yeah. there's no reason why you can't get in front of those accounting firms, the law firms, the engineering firms, the doctors, um, and do just like a lunch and learn format, you know? Here's the Vancouver real estate update. The 10 secrets to buying... um your move up home in Vancouver. Okay. This is what, so what you're going to have to do in that, I don't, I just don't know. The only challenge for you is cause you're new to Vancouver, right? Like yeah. if you were still in Calgary, you would probably know a lot of these people, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you have to leverage those people in Calgary who were working at an office or another branch office in of Vancouver to try to get you some connections in. Okay. Because and you have to go through the HR department usually or find one of the partners or managing partners who will rally the people around. Okay. Because they're looking for content. They're looking for culture. They're looking for a reason to get everyone together in the office. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, and you just show up there and you're like, hey, here's my 10 secrets. Here's the 10 best neighborhoods to buy for 2019 in Vancouver. Anything that's marketing-based, value-based, that they think they're getting secret insight mm. is the best way to get these people. Okay. Does
1: that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm taking lots of notes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the, the third approach I would do is every time you meet somebody now who looks like they might own a $2 million or $2.5 million home in Vancouver, uh-huh. And you're out socially, or you meet them, and they go, "How's the market?" That's when you have, then you go, "Oh, you know, the market's great," and I'm really, um, tired, you know, so it would be like, "The market's great," and I'm just fascinated by all of the homes, in like the luxury homes in, you know, Kerrisdale and Kitsilano and West Vancouver. I've actually started to doing these weekend tours of these homes where a bunch of people can all get together we go out and see my top five or six picks and then we all meet up at a pub afterwards and have a beer and talk about the houses do you know any anybody who'd be interested in going on that tour you never ask them if they want to go on it you start asking them who they know who would go on it and a lot of times they'll say well i wouldn't mind going on it yeah okay yeah and then what you do is on your Facebook page, going back there and you can even do targeted Facebook ads, you know, targeting law firms, downtown or accounting firms or whoever you think can afford that or entrepreneur clubs or chamber of commerce yeah. or young professionals, whoever you start yeah. putting um, like the curated content on that site. Here's Graham's top five picks for the week. Yeah. And my number five pick is this house here. It's this house. It's, million. it's this you know in fourth place this one's 5.2 million overlooking Coal Harbor you know you know like you just you know you can actually rank it and then at the end just say hey this weekend I'm going to be showing these homes so if you'd like to come on the no hassle no obligation tour just private message me below and I'll get in touch with you so we're just using the bait in order to attract the fish Right. Okay, cool. Makes sense. It's kind of like the complete opposite of what everyone else is doing because what everyone else is doing is spending a lot of money targeting direct mail pieces to everyone sitting in that 2 and $2.5 million house, just listed, just sold, free CMA, free market evaluation. Yeah. And that's because someone told them that's the right thing to do. But I'm telling you, no one becomes a seller-seller until they become a buyer-buyer first.
1: Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, I mean, everybody, no no one thinks, uh, uh, you want to sell my house, uh, and then they go to Google and type, who's the best real estate agent? They think, I want to move, so they go to Google and type in homes for sale in wherever they want to move.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, there's a difference between a buyer and a buyer-buyer, right? Buyer is like, hey, I'm thinking about buying, a buyer-buyer has to buy. Or a okay. seller, as I'm thinking about selling, you know, someone pays me the right price, but a seller, seller has to go. So the more that you can use like where they're going in order to get them, then you will, by default, as long as you don't botch it, you'll get the backup. And then let's look at the money on the table. For every two, let's call it $2.2 million house that you sell, and they buy a $5 million house. I'm gonna guess. I'm just doing the rough math. You're about ninety to a hundred thousand in commission, probably on that. Uh, mm,
1: yep, yeah, maybe. So you know, here the, the the buyer's agent commission is probably only about one percent, little over one percent.
0: Okay, so you're gonna get fifty thousand there, and on yeah. the sell side, you're gonna get one and a half.
1: Almost. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite a bit more on the sell side, just for, it's it's yeah. a little different here than other provinces.
0: Yeah, no, I know. It's like 7% on the first hundred and then 3% or whatever on the balance. So yeah,
1: let's just
0: yeah, say, but, sorry, I cut you off there, go ahead. Uh,
1: no, I just said, I just, I, I agreed with that. Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's say it's, you know, 70 to 85,000 every time you just find one client. So how many of these clients in the next 12 months would you have to find in order to have the best year ever? Yeah, uh, not too many. (laughs) Right. What if it was five or two or ten? It doesn't matter. It's like you start breaking it down. It's like, okay, I I need less than one person a month. But then what you actually realize is you need even less. Because for every one listing you get at two, two and a half million, you have an opportunity pick up four more transactions right you could find the buyer for that let's say well not not so much in vancouver anymore but you could find a buyer for another listing you know you can get another listing on the street you know you can get another listing in the neighborhood you can get some internet leads and sell that buyer another house you know there's a lot of great leverage you get so when you actually realize that in the next 90 days you only need one or two of these people in 90 days in order to get this whole ball rolling Right. So what you do now is you start going, okay, I've got seven weeks until the market goes to sleep. So how quickly can I learn that market and um, get out there and get my Facebook page up and start meeting as many people as I can and trying to work your contacts and ask around the office if they know anybody who, who knows people at these law firms or whatever. And then mm-hmm. just get in front of as many people as possible. Yeah, right on. That makes sense. Yep. Good. Well, there you go. We're at minute 25. See how quick it goes. Yeah, that was pretty fast. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Glenn. <laughs> My pleasure, Graham. And good luck. Okay, let me know how it goes. I'm excited for you. Just let me see you uh, be the big. Uh, you know, soon we'll see you on million dollar listing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we'll we'll chip away at that for sure. Um, thanks very much. Really appreciate it.
0: Okay. Thanks, Graham. Talk to you soon. Take care.
1: Thanks, Glenn. Yep. Bye.